are concerned about inflation without fully understanding the impact of inflation and how inflation distorts your income and your assets. So what we're going to talk about today is understanding inflation and what it means to you. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Hey, welcome into the podcast. It is Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade is the founder managing director of the firm Money Matters USA. And he is someone who definitely knows the ins and outs, the working parts of the financial universe. And we're going to cover it broadly on the podcast today because we're going to talk about a subject everyone's familiar with. Nobody really likes it, but we all we have we've had to deal with it all our life lives. And that's inflation. Fred, how are you? We're going to jump in in a second. How are you doing today, I'm great. Fred? How are you doing? Good, good. Well, I guess we yeah. all know what it is in the simplest terms, and we don't like dealing with it because it means the prices of things go up with inflation. Yes, that, that is true. And even, uh, first of all, the Federal Reserve is, is trying to ride two horses at the same time, Roman style. And you really have to be a great horseman. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the one hand, it it's, it's has a mandate to maintain stable prices. And on the other hand, it has a mandate uh, to create, well, technically full employment, but the Fed has reinterpreted that to mean stable uh, employment without generating uh, excessive inflation. So uh, the, the Fed's target goal had been 2% inflation, which they had had a terrible time uh, trying to sustain 2% inflation, then all of a sudden, things are, are off and and uh, roaring. So we know that the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics is telling us that uh, the one-month inflation was at 5.4%. And we have uh, inflation to look forward to. Uh, for some time now, because the chair of the Federal Reserve said that inflation, though temporary, doesn't mean one week or one month or two months. It could be several years, two, three, mm. two, three that years. Sound so, bad. well, yeah. So now all of a sudden, we just can't sit back and say, okay, uh, it's it's just a little. Just a little wind that's blown up, and if we hold on, uh, batten down the hatches here, we'll, we'll be fine. We don't know if it's uh, two or three years, or it could be uh, it could be more. Nobody nobody knows. And what uh, what we're all afraid of is what happened during the 1970s, where we had this terrible runaway inflation. First, we had wage and price controls. That didn't work out. And then we had an attempt to impose other restrictions in the economy. That didn't work out. 
and then poor Jimmy Carter got blamed for inflation that was really caused by Gerald Ford, but that's a different conversation. And he had the whip inflation now <laughs> buttons, and it still that's didn't right. work. You know, it, and the thing about inflation is, and I know we're going to get to how you need to look at it to effectively navigate through these rough waters, but just looking at it now, we don't want the 70s, that's for sure. And and I and I don't think it's that brief wind blowing through either, like you said. But um, what brought forth this and what we're dealing with now? And not only that, but did the COVID delay it or did the COVID pandemic accelerate us reaching this? You know, that's that's a really interesting question. I, I, I think we were on the verge uh, of, of an inflationary spurt. Uh, because of the the uh, rapid uh, pace of, of restarting manufacturing, uh, and then all of a sudden, boom! Uh, everything is 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 shut down. Now the controls have come off, so to speak, and we have uh, a a situation in in which we have a an imbalance between supply. Uh, and demand, and that's that's a major that's a major problem. We have bigger Disrupts. supply, a bigger demand now, but supply is struggling, right? That's right. Uh, if you've been in in some of the stores recently, whether it's uh, your local supermarket uh, or the uh, pharmacy, uh, you're going to find that there, that some of the shelves are bare, and oh, there yeah. are signs up on the shelves saying that uh, there's a temporary shortage of X, Y, and Z. Now, I was, in a, I was running an errand for my wife over the weekend, and I was in the supermarket, and they had a big sign, uh, we, ha- we, we just got a truckload of bleach. And, uh, and so they, they had a big display in, in two aisles and whatnot, and people were stocking up on, on bleach again. Oh, so, no. <laughs> don't don't but, let it start again. Not the toilet hope, paper thing. I, <laughs> <laughs> please please no listen if you uh, saw my garage how much toilet paper is in my garage you 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 would you would break a rib so you're good uh, to go for um even a, a zombie apocalypse if it were to happen yeah, that's right. a, that's exactly that's exactly that's oh, exactly you know, that's exactly right. There is, it seems like there may be so many factors, too, with what we're experiencing, because, I mean, we certainly enjoyed, for instance, gas prices during the pandemic at the height of it. And that's going back. I mean, everybody seems to look at the price of gas. The, the layperson definitely looks at the price of gas as the indicator. And there's so many, obviously, other lay indicators. But we do tend to look at that. But um I know that there are, are and we, we're seeing gas going back up now, and I, and and then another factor could it be the employee shortage? Is that something yes. else that's contributing? Yes, absolutely. Uh, there are many instances. In fact, uh, I just had lunch today, as I'd mentioned to you before we started with the uh, CPA, uh, whose wife teaches in the um, uh, Catholic school systems. And uh, she doesn't make a lot of money, but she actually got uh, earned more money. Uh, well, I shouldn't say earned. She got paid more money uh, between federal and state unemployment uh, than than she than she actually earned uh-huh. uh, while she was uh, teaching. 
And um, so she was very happy about staying home, sitting on a couch, because uh, she was being very, very well paid for, yeah. for doing nothing. Well, you know, so, and there's yeah, so many I, reasons for that, too. But, I mean, I know, obviously, if they're having to pay double time to employees or overtime, that that could, their prices could reflect that. Well, I was I was talking to a store owner uh, of my acquaintance, uh, uh, again, over the weekend. And, and he told me that uh, he's, he's providing a, a sign-on bonus. Uh, plus uh, paying some employees $25 an hour, plus the sign-on bonus, plus they can take uh, food home and they can get uh, uh, one, if necessary, two meals uh, uh, per shift. Uh, and he was also giving them, it's unheard of, but he's giving them a clothing allowance uh, in, in case their clothing is soiled wow. or what have you, wow. and also pay for their, for their dry cleaning. Okay. And he's saying he's having a devil of a time trying to find uh, employees. I know. You hear it all over. I tell you, it's something I've never seen before. Even uh, some restaurants offering $1,000 bonuses after you've been there 90 days and just things like that we've not heard of. Um, inflation, is it's, this is just an odd time. You, you've, you've studied this. You have a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. You've been in the financial universe for years. Have you ever seen anything quite like this? No, uh, this this the pandemic, and I don't even know that we're totally out of it uh, at at this point. I hope we are, but uh, we've never had a situation uh, quite like this where a disease shut down economies throughout the world, as opposed to actions generally uh, by by central banks. Because if you go back to the 1920s and look at the inflation in Germany, but not just in Germany, it was, it was actually in Central uh, Europe. But if you focus on Germany for a minute, uh, this, this was deliberately induced by the German Central uh, Bank uh, until uh, workers would get paid twice a day, uh, once at lunchtime, so they could buy uh, goods before the prices went up. Mm -hmm. you know, that was the famous wheelbarrows, and they got paid at the end of the day so they could spend, spend the money or, or, or buy uh, tangibles uh, that, uh, that would have uh, real, real value. Uh, otherwise, uh, it might, there might not be uh, there was no, the money would be useless, and it wasn't until uh, the society uh, sort of came to uh, an understanding with the central bank and the bankers and so on. Uh, that the Germans uh, stopped the uh, stopped the printing of money, came up with a new uh, currency, and um, one of the uh, one one of the plans was actually there were two American plans, uh, Young and Dawes, but uh, actually it was pretty much done with with the, the loan that the U.S. extended was actually done with private money and, and not the U.S. government's money that finally stabilized uh, the German currencies. So I don't think we're anywhere near that uh, at, at, this, uh, at, at this point. But it's, it's also a fact that the Federal Reserve is still fairly aggressive in, in its money creation and creating reserves uh, in, in the banking system. And uh, what, we're, what we're seeing is slightly greater volatility which we have not seen before. So even though money was created uh, very substantially after 2009, the Federal Reserve prevented the money from circulating. 
And uh, as long as, as creating money in and of itself won't create inflation, it's the circulation of that money. It's the volatility, uh-huh. how fast money changes hands that causes inflation. Okay. And, and we, now we are starting to see greater volatility. And it's not just in the markets or, or some sectors in, in the markets, but we're also seeing it in the, in the general economy. And, said, that's, and that is worrisome. The changing of hands, and that would, that would go hand in hand with the economy opening back up, right, when you see that. I guess one good note is we're, you said we're not near Germany then, but we're also not near Venezuela in 2018. What did mm-hmm. they inflation exceeding a million percent? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah, that's really where your where your currency has no value whatsoever. You know, the the thing that you have to remember uh, is that at at two percent inflation over 10 years, the dollar has depreciated by 22 percent and over 20 years by 49 percent. That's almost half the value of the dollar being lost. At only two percent, so right now we're we're setting the inflation expectation in our software right now at three percent. Now, going from two percent to three percent is is an enormous an enormous leap, and and it has an enormous impact on how much money people need, and often on the shortfall. Uh, within within their assets in terms of of how long those assets will will last and how much more they need to do whatever they can do to create additional assets such as working uh, a few years uh, more in in order to uh, in order to do that the other thing is trying to prevent people from panicking Uh, the market goes up and down that's normal and uh, when it goes down not to not to run to cash or to try to run to treasuries at, at you know roughly a little over two percent I mean, if we have inflation at five point four, and you have and you have treasuries at about two three two four, the, the difference between the two means that that you are behind, and um, you know in in, ter- in nominal uh, terms, in real terms you aren't, but in nominal terms you are, and it's nominal that that's going to tell you how much of a hole uh, you're you're standing in and what you need to do in order to get out of that hole. And, and I think this is important because uh, many people have all these really complicated plans, you know, 300 pages, 100 pages, 75 pages, sitting up on the shelf gathering dust. And we use a series of, of very of powerful software that we license based on geometric equations. The geometric, geometric equations are very accurate and they'll tell you how long will your money last, how long will your portfolio last, and how, how distorted... Uh, is your portfolio if it's if if you have a pension is that distorting your thinking about how much risk you should take in your portfolios? So we offer that uh, at at no charge, no obligation, and take us up on it. Well, yeah, I mean because it makes sense because you may feel like oh I'm getting this huge war and peace plan and uh, then you never look at it. But then if you if you can if Fred breaks it down where it's it's friendlier to the eye <laughs> and even to the yeah. mind as well. Uh, take advantage of this because we've had a great conversation on inflation. Uh, but keep in mind that Fred helps people with the solutions and building the right financial plans. We talk a lot about retirement, but even through life, inflation 
uh, affects us. 800-593-8188, by the way, for Fred. 800-593-8188. Quick break, uh, but we're back with some solutions. How we should be thinking about inflation and how to live and navigate these waters that are coming up. ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge you can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over 999 dollars contact fred sade at money matters usa 800-593-8188 we're back with the podcast money matters usa consumer advocate Dave perkins here with fred sade fred is the founder and managing director of the firm money matters usa someone in the financial services industry for many years and also who contributes to many financial publications and websites but the greatest thing for you is that he can work with you with the right strategies in your financial life and especially heading to retirement and making sure that you uh, get through what can be a, certainly a longer-term retirement than your parents and grandparents with the right strategies. We're looking at inflation, a great conversation we had in the first segment of this podcast on inflation. We're going to look at some solutions, and, and I think Fred has some good ways for you to look at inflation. Fred, first off, just looking at it this way, mortgage. Um, I'm close, let's, let's just say, fictitious me, I'm getting really close to retirement should I, how should I look at this? Should I rush to pay off my house or should I look at it or, or not worry so much about that? Well, if, if you have a low mortgage rate and it's a fixed rate, then it, it makes a lot of sense to take that mortgage into your retirement and use the money, in my opinion, that you would have used to pay off the mortgage or pay it down use it to grow your assets because with with this inflation and with longevity you re, you really uh, could have a extended lifespan it could be you know 28 years 30 years 35 years even 40 uh, years so that puts an enormous strain on assets and Infl- we don't know where this inflation is is going it's worrisome so we need to increase our, uh, our, our asset base. And we also have to take into uh, consideration that the expenses that we're going to have may no longer have the, 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 the same boost from Social Security income that we had before. We're, we're looking at, at the real probability of a 20% uh, reduction in Social Security is in a real quandary because Social Security trust funds can only be invested in U.S. Treasuries and bonds. Now, it's the same problem that we talked about in the first segment and that the, the bonds say are 2.3, 2.4. We've got inflation at 5.4 right now, and you're talking about a COLA of 6%. Well, do the math. Uh, this puts tremendous strain on Social Security's uh, assets. This is a this is a M A T H math problem. The math is that four letter word that we don't like, <laughs> but, yeah, but it's one it. that we have to take into account. So th- this if a twenty percent reduction in Social Security is a real possibility. So how much harder will your assets have to work? And we need other forms of guaranteed. 
income, social security, pension, and annuities are, are three form, uh, possibly life insurance are, are the four forms of guaranteed income that are open to people, but not everybody has a pension. So that leaves us with three possibilities that are absolutely guaranteed as, as opposed to being predictable. Now, income from real estate might be predictable, but it's not guaranteed. That would be an example. And anybody who has, has a fixed rate debt uh, where the interest rate is relatively low, uh, is better, you're better off paying that gradually because it's not an adjustable. If you have an adjustable rate mortgage, ah, now that is that is a problem. So if you can convert that to a, to a fixed rate, and right now a uh, fixed rate Fannie Mae is about two point seven percent for good credit. So that 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 makes that makes a lot of a lot of sense. And credit cards, we we would say get rid of that debt or move it to another credit card that has a you know an offer. So move that over and, and you get a teaser rate and, and that would lock in at a low rate. But uh, I would be I would not be in any rush uh, because of all the things that I've just talked about uh, to get rid of anything that is uh, that is fi a, a fixed Absolutely. a fixed rate. Makes now, sense. No. Yeah. Now, nobody uh, nobody knows for sure. Uh, where we're going. So our, 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 we only look at most five years in the future. Seven is the maximum that we will go out. And we, we feel that, that that's at that point, we, we're still in the crystal ball uh, gaze. We don't do 10 years or 15 years or 20 years or 30 years or any, any of these ridiculous, in my opinion, ridiculous time periods. Nobody knows uh, what what uh, is going to be like. It's hard enough to predict what's going to be uh, three years from now, uh, let alone 30 years uh, from now. So we only we, we try to look at and in, in a five year period seven if, if a client really pushes us. But we don't like to go out more than more than five. That's that's um, that gives us a pretty good uh, idea uh, in, in any 10-year period, you, you, the, the stock market will go down at least three major corrections. There may be minor ones, but so if we go out five years, that's one major correction and, and several smaller ones. That, that's enough uh, of, a, of, a, uh, of, of a window. Now, if inflation turns out to be moderate, uh, what we have to define what is moderate. Is it is it 3%, 3.5%? Is, is that going to be a moderate? I mean, I don't, I don't like the phrase, uh, the, new, the new normal. I respect, very much respect the person who coined the phrase, uh, Muhammad El Aryan, but I, I don't like the phrase because it's basically telling us that we should get used to uh, something that, that that isn't necessarily healthy for us. It's not a matter that we should, t you know, take the castor oil here because it's going to be healthy for us. And moderate, moderate inflation. Well, to me, moderate inflation is one percent. That's moderate inflation. That's the inflation that, that we that we used to have at one percent. And then when John F. Kennedy became president, it went to one and a quarter, one point three five, and that's the last time we saw low levels of inflation, and we've been off and, off and running uh, on the inflation front uh, ever, uh, ever, ever since. And um, so far as um, 
what we try to do is try to get away from anything that has uh, an interest rate risk uh, involved uh, in it. So we're using a lot of latter strategies right now to uh, ena enable our clients to uh, position uh, assets out in the future and, and then call them in as income at, uh, depending on what uh, inflation uh, uh, does uh, to uh, you know to the to us to them to to to, to every to everyone uh, I, I think it, it's it's smart to recognize uh, if you read between the lines that inflation is here it's going to stay here and uh, you need you need to adjust but not but not panic that's the other thing uh, people often panic uh, when when the market goes down they panic when 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 uh, the inflation report uh, comes out and and they just can't stand the inner turmoil they have to do something we're, we're, we're hardwired to act all the time sometimes not acting is the best solution and and going straight to cash is very dangerous because you lose the, the key up days in the market when the market rebounds. The market always rebounds. And if you miss those five big days, you're, you're missing uh, most, most of the upside uh, of the market. So any, any, any plan that's constructed needs, needs to be constructed in such a way that it can survive anything that occurs. And when things occur, then the, then the plan says, this is what we do. And then we we, we implement uh, what what is necessary uh, in, in order for the plan to be successful. Plan should not be taken by surprise, and and that's that's the most important consideration. If this happens, we do that. If, th if that something else happens, we do that, and so on and so forth. And we know exactly what it is we, we need to do. There can always there can always be a wild card, but uh, the, the, it would have to be so wild, so so. Uh, out of space type thing. Now, the pandemic was certainly in that category, but uh, this is probably one in a hundred years, maybe one in a thousand years that anything like this would ever occur. Well, and the thing is, I mean, you, you do factor in and you're cautious in how far out you look ahead, of course, but you factor inflation in any plan that you help craft. And that's what's important to, to know that just to, as you said, not panic, be aware of it, get the right strategies. Most importantly, have a professional who is a fiduciary at your side working with you. And Fred, that is you. And you do offer consultations from this podcast. Yeah, I, I certainly do. And, and, we, our uh, object here is not to waste anybody's uh, time, but to, to give you answers to questions that, that you want to know. And we're using very powerful licensed software based on geometric equations. The geometric equations deal with reality. And you know, you don't have, this good planning doesn't have to be by the pound. Good, good planning has to give you uh, good, solid answers to what you want to know. How long will my assets last? How long will my in income last? Uh, what happens uh, if, um, you know, if, if, if this, that, or the other thing happens? Am I prepared uh, for it? If I have a pension, does this distort the decisions I'm making in my portfolio? These are, these are the questions that, that people want to know uh, and, and have answered for them. How will taxes impact my situation? What does that? What does this all mean to me? Uh, and give it to you in in a very simple way that you understand it, 
And we try to keep it down to one page for each of these, uh, maybe two pages for taxes, but keep it real simple. It doesn't mean that our analysis is simplistic. It's just that we're giving you the report in this very simple to understand and digest format. Well, and Fred offers on this podcast, he opens his schedule and offers consultation opportunities at no cost, no obligation. So you can take advantage of it. 800-593-8188. And of course, in future podcasts, we're going to cover so much in the financial universe. Uh, Today, the star of the show, inflation. It's kind of like the villain of the show, I guess, really. Uh, But we have to deal with it. 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188. Good stuff, Fred, and we'll do it again uh, next time. Be sure on this podcast to rate, share, like, subscribe, and, of course, stay with us on Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.